This is a presentation of high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. High school football broadcasts are presented by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, Southeast Community College, Members Own Credit Union, Doan University, Sunbelt Rentals, NDOT Highway Safety Office, and Play It Again Sports. Now, calling all the action, here's Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman. Welcome in. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us wherever you may be as we are bringing you quarterfinal action from Elkhorn High School. But the Antlers aren't playing as it's the number 11 seed, Lincoln East Spartans, going up against the number three seed in the Class A playoffs, the Elkhorn South Storm. Nick Sainert, Jay Foreman to my left. Jay, tonight is going to be a good one. Lincoln East yeah. coming off of that win against the sixth seed in the first round, Lincoln Southeast uh, last week at Seacrest. Or, yeah, Lincoln Southeast last week at Seacrest. Now they take the road, and they're going to face a really talented Elkhorn South team. Yeah, it's a, you know, I think it's a perfect example of styles make fights. You know, obviously Elkhorn South is a big physical team, well coached on both sides of the ball on the lines. Mm-hmm. East is actually sneaky good across the lines, and both of them have really good quarterbacks. You know, Elkhorn South has rigs, and obviously uh, El- Lincoln East has uh, Wordley, and Wordley can kind of be the ultimate eraser with Dash Bauman. And can they continue – it's actually going to be which team can get in their rhythm and stay in their rhythm the longest. When you look at Elkhorn South, the last four or five games, the offensive rhythm has led to more consistent play. Mm-hmm. We saw it on display, you know, impeccably last week for Lincoln East against Southeast. The rhythm attacking all three areas of the, of the field, both, you know, short, medium, and, and, long, and long range as far as deep passes. And so, look. You know, turnover battle is always going to be, you know, a big predicator. But I think it's the Styles make fights who can play their game the longest and then make the adjustments are going to be able to come out with the victory. Once again, this is the next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show. If you're looking to buy or sell farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, or Missouri, give Ethan Sorensen a call today or visit them at nextagrealestate.com. Once again, if you're just now joining us, Lincoln East and Elkhorn South, just a little over 10 minutes away from kicking things off up here in Elkhorn, and it's Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman hanging out with you guys. As uh, Let's talk a little bit about Lincoln East here. They're coming in with a 7-3 and record. They're a team that ended the regular season with somewhat of a disappointing loss to Gretna, I should say, at Seacrest Field. But then they bounced back last week, and as you said, it was a lot of good play by Jeter Worthley, the quarterback. Right. He's going to have to play his best game of his career to this point if Lincoln East wants to win tonight. Yeah, you know, Jeter Worthley, obviously, you know, with John Gingry with the play calling. I think that was probably over mm-hmm. the last two years that me and you have been doing, you know, calling Lincoln, Lincoln teams, but Lincoln East uh, games. I think that's the most complete game that uh, Gingry has called, and Jeter Worthy, you know, executed phenomenally. Yeah. And, and look, he was the player of the game, almost 200 yards rushing, almost 200 yards passing, and that's what having two or three turnovers. So, look, he's looking to probably capitalize on that, but then also uh, cut down on the turnovers and be more effective uh, than he was le- than last week. Let's go ahead and take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll tell you more about the Elkhorn South Storm. When we return, 93.7 The Ticket. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch, everyone's favorite buffet. Discover the difference that expertise and experience can make in your real estate journey with Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Whether you need an appraisal, sales, or farm management, Next Ag comes up with a solution with your legacy and goals in mind. Next Ag isn't just their name, it's your future. So why wait? Visit their website today at www.nextagrealestate.com or give them a call at 402-380-0432 and turn your dreams into reality. Your land, your legacy, their solution. Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here, up here in Elkhorn, Nick Sainert, Jay Foreman with you. Lincoln East and Elkhorn South just moments away. And 
now let's talk a little bit more about the Storm because they took a hit early on in the season losing their quarterback, Carson Rahner. Madden Riggs has stepped in nicely, though, held onto the ball for uh, to a decent extent, 11 touchdowns, four picks on the season. Yeah, look, it, I mean, look, when you look at the roster here, when you've got double numbers, you can go all the way to 99, you've built a pretty uh, good program with some depth. And so when you're able to have a so-called backup quarterback that's a junior in Riggs, 6'3", 200 pounds, that can step in uh, after an injury that not only affects the offensive side, it affects the whole team because, uh, you know, the leadership. And he's done it a really good job, and I think as he's gotten more comfortable – They've gotten in more rhythm, and that's how you see them, uh, you know, end up being the number three seed and then uh, finishing the, the, the season on a strong note. So, you know, as he goes, the team goes offensively, uh, but I also I think that it makes it a little bit easier transition, mm -hmm. you know, when you have the Ashton Murphys and have the offensive lines. You have Henry Prosca that kind of plays tight end defensive line, well-coached, physical. They play extremely hard. They play together. And you know what? One other thing, just like East too, Lincoln East, uh, Elkhorn South has a tradition, right? So what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of these kids have, you know, been coming since they've been, you know, middle school and looking up to the players that played before them. And now, you know, they get to be juniors and seniors and play in the playoffs. So this is a kind of a traditional uh, powerhouse that's starting to be built up here in Elkhorn. Well, one of those seniors on this Elkhorn South team is a, a guy you mentioned. He's going to be playing down in Lincoln yeah. next year, and that's number 61 for Elkhorn South. A, a senior, six foot five, two hundred and forty-five pound, and that's right. Ashton Murphy. Yeah, look, man, he's a big old kid. He's a good-looking kid. He's a phenomenal athlete. I mean, when we were just walking out down there, I always kind of try to do the eye test and yeah. see how much taller than they are. And obviously, he's a lot. He's about three inches taller than me. Uh, he's fast. He's physical. He plays hard. Plays with good technique. Uh, he's two hundred forty-five pounds. And I'm looking at him right now. Look at his frames. He can put a ton of weight on without losing his athletic ability. So. What Nebraska's getting is something like a little bit more of a lineman when I came out, right, where you think of Zach Wiegert was about the same size. Put good weight on him. So you already have a phenomenal athlete. Just get him bigger, faster, and stronger. He comes from a good program where he's been coached, you know, hard, and he's coached with, you know, good technique. So he knows what it takes. And, uh, you know, when I watched him on tape and then watched the game earlier in the year, I was impressed. And I, so I see why they came up and saw the potential to be six foot five, two 245 pounds, uh, and I've been told that he's, he's elite, easily on both sides of the ball or both teams, you know, one of the 10 fastest players out here. Mm -hmm. um, you can't bypass that if you're, you know, a, a program like Nebraska. So, look, he's a leader on the team. Uh, I think he's a tone setter. Uh, he has kind of quiet leadership. He looks like, you know, you know, he's ready to go and he's excited to compete. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he locks up there with uh, Lincoln East defensive line because, you know, Ashton Murphy and Elkhorn South is known for their defense and offensive line. But, Lincoln East, I think when they're playing well, Noah Peterson, who we saw yeah. at multi multiple games this year, wreck games. I think Southeast is having nightmares about him because of both times this year where, you know, he's able to, along with Caden Chedek, to reset the line of scrimmage, uh, both from, you know, obviously technique, but then also schematic wise. It's going to be a good battle. And, um, you know, look, you got people falling in, filing in. It's going to be a good uh, crowd and excitement. And look, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, quarterfinals, you know, winner take winner take all and loser goes home. Well, this is, I mean, the Class A playoff slate is a gauntlet, right? You look past and just at the entire landscape of it. We had one 4 o'clock afternoon game mm -hmm. uh, in Class A, and it was between Millard West and 13-seed Grand Island. Grand Island coming off of that upset win on the road in Kearney last week. Grand Island falls 31-7, to so Millard West will move on to play the winner of Omaha Westside and Bell West. Quick update from that one, Omaha Westside, the number one seed and uh, probably the, the clear-cut favorite, favorite yeah. to uh, walk away Repeat. with the state title in, in, in a couple weeks. Omaha Westside leading Bellevue West currently 21-0. to right. So, that I mean, looking forward at the projected matchup, that's Omaha Westside versus Millard West. Yeah, I mean, this team, look, all these kids just like, you know, down in Lincoln, they grew up playing with or against each other in seven-on-seven seven and, uh, you know, youth football and probably through middle school. So they know each other. And Westside has a, you know, great couple classes going. You know, for the last three years, you think losing to Gretna and then coming back and winning it the next year and is the odds-on favorite to win it this year. Again, like Elkhorn South, they've been building up the program. It's tradition. It's a family and all that stuff. And But listen, we saw Jackson last year at Millard West. Yeah. Uh, and he's gotten bigger and seems to be faster uh, from last year. And he's going to North Dakota State. So that is yeah. a, essentially a Power 5 program. He is an, a, a, he is an X factor. He alone can 
turn the tables to Westside if you have a slow night, you know, whether you're covering him or he's running the ball mm-hmm. or, you know, in special teams, returning punts and kickoffs. So um, along with other other players. So, it, it, you know, if they both push through like it looks like it's going to be, yeah. it doesn't get any easier. Playoffs are different. Yeah. They know each other, more scouting. You've seen what works and what doesn't work. And uh, these two teams know each other. Uh, so, be, you know, from here on out, it's going to be, you know, a lot of good games. We'll, we'll keep you updated on the other games throughout the night. And uh, I have another update. Omaha Westside now leads 28-0. <laughs> so within the 30 seconds that we yeah. just talked about it, they scored another touchdown. Uh, the other game that's going on in Class A, in addition to Lincoln East and Elkhorn South, which we're getting ready to go in a little over 90 seconds, Omaha North coming off of that double overtime victory on the road at Gretna. Uh, on an insane catch by Husker commit Donovan Jones, they're facing number two, a, a younger but real talented Millard South team tonight. Yeah, look, you know, Millard South is immensely talented. You know, senior-laden, you know, I'd say on defense. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, you know, power five and, and, and college football players on the on the defense. And then you got the young bucks that, that don't know any better. I always say they don't, uh, they don't know what they don't know. And the, the sophomores are from the quarterback, the running back position. Obviously, Amari Jackson is the X factor, the tight end. Uh, it's going to be a really good game. Look, you got Tyson Terry over there, who's a one-man yeah. wrecking crew since he's been like in eighth grade, right? And then you got Jones, who has burst onto the scene and showed what he can do in a big-time game on the road. So you got two teams that are going to lock horns. They're both physical. They're both well coached. Um, you got to think Omaha North. Had been the bell of the ball for however many years until yeah. Westside took over. So you know that doesn't just leave your program, uh, you know, being a winner and what it takes to win. So you know, look, there's the quarterfinals, yep. Class A football. Uh, you know, the ride, the cream rises to the top. Yeah, here we go. As uh, Elkhorn South is going to de- or kick off to begin the game, they won the toss. Elected to do defer. Before we get rolling, let's pause ten seconds for station identification right here on ninety three seven. The ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome back in. Elkhorn South versus Lincoln East. A number three seed, the Storm, going up against the number 11 seed, the Spartans. And this has been the Next Ag Appraisal and Realty pregame show. Give Ethan Sorensen a call today or visit them at nextagrealestate.com if you're looking to buy or sell farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, or Missouri. So Elkhorn South in the gold helmets, white pants, and uh, navy blue jerseys with uh, Lincoln East in an unfamiliar fit to us, yeah. Jay, because we're used to seeing them in their home blues. They're in the all-whites this uh, this Friday evening. Yeah, they always say you bring out your Sunday's best when you start going to church. <laughs> this is your playoff best, man, and here we go. So here we go as Landon Lingenfelter will take it out of the oh. end zone, get a nice little opening yeah. on the near side, and get tackled at eventually at the 25-yard line. So now it's our first look at the Spartans' offense led by quarterback Jeter Worthley, a dynamic quarterback that can throw the ball pretty well, but also use his legs as the weapon. Yeah, look, he's uh, obviously a Power 5 Division 1 uh, baseball player, so he's able to, you know, he has different arm angles and launch angles, and he's a great athlete. But the thing that we've seen, remember, you got to think, Nick, all the way back to last year, remember he kind of got just thrown in there, mm-hmm. the improvement, the confidence, the dominance that he's playing with. He truly is an X factor, and he's only getting better. I'm excited to watch them tonight. We're going to see this look for the Spartans going from right to left as they're in the pistol. Snap back, toss right side. This is Dash Bauman, the future Wyoming Cowboy, as he bursts through the seam and has a nice gain of 15 or 14 yards, rather, up to the 40-yard line. One play, a first down for the Spartans. You know, Dash Bauman is a, you know, state track guy. And and sometimes guys that are fast in track don't play play with the same football speed or aren't good football players. He's... Great at both, and you see him right there. Get the edge. It's something we saw last week in Lincoln Southeast, and also another thing, Nick. Let's give Lincoln East offensive line yep. has been sneaky good the last two weeks. In the shotgun, Worthy looking left, he'll throw left. This is Landon Lingenfelter as he is able to make one guy miss, and then two storm defenders there, led by number nineteen yeah. Riley Hodges, the five foot nine senior, able to make the stop for uh, just a gain of two. 
Yeah, really good job there by uh, Elkhorn South's defense settling down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, good setting the edge. We, we didn't see last week. We know East is going to attack all three quadrants of the field. Good job there because they're prepared for it, right? Yep. They saw Southeast really struggle against it. Good job by the Elkhorn South defense there, setting the edge and filling the alley. The Spartans' leading receiver, Owen Lasig, all alone at the top of the field. It's going to be a quarterback keeper on the draw. Worthy able to be taken down. Nice job. I believe Ashton Murphy was the man in the middle that uh, used his long wingspan to be able to haul and uh, wrestle Worthy down. Yeah, look, I mean, look, East isn't going to change. They know what they do. They've, they've become – they've welcomed it. They know that, listen, at the end of the day, we don't think plays. We think players. You know Jeter Worthy is really good in the quarterback run game. And so it's going to be, you know, a battle of wills. Can they block Ashton Murphy? Can Jeter Worthy make guys miss and also be physical at the point of attack? So it's going to be three receivers at the top, third down and six. Just underway, it's the first possession of the game as Elkhorn South trying to get off the field. Here on third down and six. Snap back, Worthy looking right. He'll be rushed out of the pocket towards the right. Watch out, Worthy can run with it. And he's going to get the first down on a gain of seven when he just needed six. Nice job, Jeter Worthy, using his legs. That's the maturation of Jeter Worthy this year versus last year. Mm -hmm. And I also think that when he rolls out, I don't think he rolls out full speed. Some quarterbacks sprint out there. Mm -hmm. He kind of can, you know, just just play with you a little bit. And then once he gets the edge – he can go from a, you know third gear to fifth gear. It's a really good job of getting what he needed to get the first down. So it's a first and 10 as they are on the Elkhorn south side of the 50 at the 49-yard line. First and 10 for the Spartans. Two wideouts each side. Bauman to the left hip of Worthley going towards the north end zone here at Elkhorn. As Worthley will fake the toss left, he goes right now with it. Jukes back towards the numbers, and he gets wrestled down. He may have gotten back to the line of scrimmage, and if so, that's a pretty friendly spot as he was taken down by a gang of Elkhorn South defenders. It was a really good job by Dylan uh, Kingston, a 6'4", 185-pound. They have him listed as a DB. Uh, really good job right there of staying at home. One thing that's different versus Elkhorn South defense versus Lincoln Southeast, very disciplined. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are at the, at the point of attack, so the yards after contact, which Jeter Worthy killed Lincoln Southeast last week, will probably come at a minimum because of the discipline and the speed of Elkhorn South. So it's an empty shotgun set as Worthy takes the snap. Now he'll hand it on a little misdirection as Dash Bauman spurts up the middle of the field, and he's going to be spun around for an 11-yard gain, and that's another first down for Lincoln East getting the running game going early on. And it's different ways, right? They know that Elkhorn South is too good just to line up in conventional run game. So what they do? I thought it was Caden Chaddock there in the kind of a wing formation. Mm-hmm. They kind of hid Dash Bauman and kind of ran a play that San Francisco 49ers run yep. sometimes with George Kittle. You want to get your best players the ball no matter what the play is. Really good job uh, by Dash Bauman cutting it up and getting north and south and getting that big game. So it's going to be first down and 10 from the Elkhorn South 38-yard line. As the Spartans on their opening possession are already sustaining a drive as they'll hand it off. Bauman on the left yeah. side has some running room, has eight yards now crosses the 30-yard line, and he may have gotten 10, and we'll see if they give him the first down. But a nice run by the future Wyoming Cowboy, Dash Bauman. Look, he's he's, he's position flexible, right? We've seen it last week where they didn't get him going to the second, third, and fourth quarter. They said, listen, we're going to get you started early, try to punch holes in this defense, get him off balance, and then probably more junior worthy. But look, Nick, one thing that's not changing, whether you're at Seacrest Field or here at Elkhorn Public Field here for Elkhorn High, they are attacking, right? Two plays ago, right quadrant. Last play in the middle. Now we're going sweep. East is keeping everybody off balance because the offensive line are getting on guys and is creating gaps for the, the speed to, to take over. They'll toss it right side, and it's Bauman once again as he slips through one shoestring yeah. tackle, gets a nice gain of four or five yards. And, Jay, one thing I will point out is there's already four minutes taken yeah. off the clock. You remember last Friday they took seven and a half minutes yeah. off the clock on their opening possession. We're seeing something similar here no matter who the opponent is. You know, one thing that is, is, is sometimes a basketball term, but it, it, it equates to football, playing with pace, right? In and out of the huddle at a certain time, right? Getting your plays off. You know, when you get a big play, don't be overzealous, right? I think that's something that East learned from the Millard South game, but then also that last game of the season. Play with pace, play within ourselves. That's what you're seeing. Clock is running, and they're eating up the yards. Worthley rolling out to the left, getting pressure, spun around, still trying to evade the pressure. He does so somehow as Worthley cuts back up, gets tackled down from behind. But an incredible athletic play 
by Jeter Worthley as he was standing back at the 43-yard yeah. line of Elkhorn South and somehow able to make his way all the way back up to the line of scrimmage at the 24. That is the perfect example of no, no, no as a coach. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Great job, Jeter Worthy. Exactly. And listen, it's not just his speed. It's not just his ability to throw. It's the smarts of, of, of how he plays quarterback, but then also his strength. I think people underestimate how strong he is, right? And he, yeah. he's, he's built real well. He's a college athlete, and uh, he's giving Elkhorn South fits right now. Worthy at six foot, 185 pounds as he turns play action, oh. and the pass is incomplete through yeah. the hands of the intended receiver, Landon Lingenfelter as he was immediately hit at the yeah. first down marker by number two, Ty Nielsen, a six-foot senior, one of the leading tacklers on this Elkhorn South defense, but not a bad opening drive no. as that's going to force a Lincoln East field goal attempt. No, it is a good play call. You just expect Landon Lingenfelder, the, the sophomore, the speedy sophomore, yeah. to come up with that. Now, look, it, like I said, playoffs are different. Every time you catch it, Elkhorn South's going to touch you a little bit, so Lingenfelder got to make that play next time. So it's a 39-yard field goal attempt from the right hash. Does it have the distance? It does not, as it may have missed just a, a tad right on the yeah. field goal attempt by Colin Ney. So a really productive opening drive goes for naught, and Elkhorn South eventually holds the Spartans to zero points on their opening drive. And now it's time for our first look at Madden Riggs, the Elkhorn South quarterback, uh, completed a little over 50% of his passes this year for just shy of 700 yards, 11 touchdown passes, but and four interceptions. Yeah, look, I mean, he's going to come in. This, that's a win for Elkhorn South. You yeah. kind of got bludgeoned the whole drive. There's not a lot of confidence, but once they miss the field goal, that's all that matters. Points are at a premium. Now it's up to Lincoln East defense to answer the call. Just a reminder, that seven-mile-per-hour wind or so is uh, going, it was going into the face of Lincoln East there as we have a first down run is exploding yeah. down the far sideline is number one Brady Bousquet the starting running back for Elkhorn South and he gets a gain of 20 plus and it's a first down for Elkhorn South yeah Brady Bousquet did his uh, best Christian McCaffrey uh, impersonation you get the ball you get north and south make, yeah. make somebody miss try to get to the sidelines uh, really good job at, obviously by the offensive line of catching East on their heels right where you hit him with a yeah. quick hitting inside zone he has great vision, get out outside, explosive run. Uh, really good job by Elkhorn South right there. Gain of 22, if my math is correct on that play, by Brady Bousquet, which surpasses 1,000 yards on the season for the senior running back for Elkhorn South as he gets the handoff once again on the yeah. left side. And a nice tackle made by number seven of Lincoln East defense, Presley Hall, the six foot one junior. Yeah, really good job there by uh, Lincoln East of holding, holding the, the line of scrimmage, holding the point of, point of attack. Uh, good job by Hall stepping, stepping in there keeping his pads square, and then once he sees him, good physical tackle for a three-yard gain. So, look, Elkhorn South is okay with a three-yard gain. Yep. Uh, Lincoln East is okay with them getting a three-yard gain. So, look, it's a it's a win-win for both of them. And now Elkhorn South is trying to find a play to get ahead of the chains. And it looks like before the second down and seven snap, we're going to have an Elkhorn South timeout. There may have been some miscommunication yep. between Aiden Stratus at the bottom with Guy Rosenberg the head coach. So we're going to step aside. We'll be back in 30 seconds, still scoreless here at Elkhorn South against the Lincoln East Spartans in the quarterfinals of the Class A playoffs on 93.7 The Ticket. Elway Power Sports of Lincoln is kicking off October with Can-Am side-by-side -side specials all month long. Are you ready to rule the terrain on a 2023 Can-Am Defender, Commander, or Maverick? You call a play and score big with rebates up to $1,500 or financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months. From an open road to the trails, there's a Can-Am side-by-side -side that's right for you, and Elway Power Sports of Lincoln has them all under one roof at their new 27th and I-80 location. Hurry in. The clock is running down. Offer ends October 31st, 2023. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in. Elkhorn South and Lincoln East out of the storm timeout. It's going to be second down and seven from the Elkhorn South 45-yard line. As they'll come out in shotgun formation, Riggs rolling to the right, looking that way. He missed a wide-open receiver down the, the seam, but he's able to complete it to Aiden Stratus on the near sideline. Good for about 15 yards or so, maybe a little shy than that or shorter than that, but it's going to be a first down nonetheless. And you know, Nick, really good job by Brady Bousquet of setting the edge offensively yep. and uh, looking up to the outside linebacker defensive end, which gave Riggs more time 
to evaluate his options. Now, look, he had a receiver wide open, but he yeah. had two receivers wide open. So, uh, good job there all around by that Elkhorn South offense. So, here's Riggs rolling out to the left as they're going to throw the deep post out pattern to Luke Hoskinson, yeah. and it's going to go incomplete. Two Spartan defenders yeah. were in coverage, and that brings up second down and ten. A little bit different offense as we from Elkhorn South that we saw than we saw last year, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, where they're trying to stress this defense of Lincoln East both horizontally and vertically. But a good job by Dash Bauman uh, to pick up Hoskinson and run with him, and he had Burr Hoop over top yeah. for the help. So that's going to bring up second down and ten from the Lincoln East forty. 40- Five-yard line, the Spartans on the opening drive of the game missed a 39-yard field goal attempt into the wind. Colin Nate usually has the leg for it, but the wind just was able to balloon that pigskin just a little too much as it was just a tad short. So second down and 10 for the Storm. They'll hand it off. Bousquet gets tripped up at the line. Nice job by number 51 for the Lincoln East Spartans. Still not, still not, still not listen, on the roster. They got to get that man on the roster. We you, had him last week. He, he played. A, he had a couple really good plays and pass coverage. I think he's a defensive lineman that they moved to linebacker because of some injuries. Really good job. They Lincoln East dialed up the run blitz yep. to uh, really reset the line of scrimmage. Really good t- job uh, and tackle right there by number fifty-one. Look up, look. He's a big old linebacker yeah. for high school, uh, but he's athletic enough and he does a really good job. So snap back, Riggs play action, getting pressure off the left oh. side, right side rather, and the pass is going to be through the hand of Dash Bauman, the Spartans defensive back yeah. as pressure was coming off From the side Presley by Hall. number seven Presley Hall who somewhat hesitated yeah because he, I think he thought that that Riggs may tuck it and run but instead he he saw that he had an open yeah. shot on Riggs and then he kind of finished the the play and affected the, the pass yeah probably a little hesitation because he's probably figuring out how he wanted to tackle him and yeah. Riggs can run now uh what he did good what he really did is at the point of attack he went for the ball he yeah. went for the arm uh, which almost allowed Dash Bauman to get an interception. So now we'll have a punt from the 45-yard line, fair catch signal for and hauled in by Landon Lingenfelter inside the 15-yard line. And really, Jay, the way that that drive started for Elkhorn South, that's a big victory for the Spartans it defense. Is. Look, we've seen this from Lincoln East all year long, right? They don't blink when they give up a big play. They make some adjustments. Uh, they're a fast and physical defense. Listen, the first, the first series, you're kind of filling each other out, right? Yep. Lincoln East probably had a better series than Elkhorn South offensively. But now they're going to start digging in now. Now that all the anxiety is out, now they're going to hopefully play uh, their brand of football and see where it goes. So 4.51 to go here in the first quarter, still scoreless between number three seed Elkhorn South and number 11 seed Lincoln East. As Worthy in the shotgun, they'll like to run the draw a lot of times. As Worthy will just dump it off. It's Dash Bauman on a little drop-off screen, and he's hit from behind, but a nice gain on first down of five yards up to the 19. Yeah, what Lincoln East is doing is they're adding little wrinkles to what they've been doing all year and last week that was successful. But they're trying to keep that Elkhorn uh, South defense on their heels, right? Mm-hmm. And what Elkhorn South is doing a really good job is even when you have a little bit of success, look how good they're tackling yep. versus last week. The yards after contact, they're very, very, if any, or very, very uh, minimum. But then they swarm to the ball. So uh, Lincoln East is going to have to earn every point and every yard they get tonight. So second down and five. And I think if you ask John Gingery, he's happy with five yards on first down yeah. as they'll keep it with Jeter Worthy broken. Two tackles yeah. across the 30-yard line. Makes another guy miss. Yeah. And then gets taken down by his right leg by Ty Nielsen. But not until he gets past the 30-yard line at the 31. Move the chains right. for the Spartans. Jeter Worthy can beat you either way, any way you want, by with his arm or leg. And, and I think the improvement – that you saw last year at the end of the season last year is boiled over and play, paid off tenfold uh, this year. I, I'll keep saying it. S- six feet, 185 pounds, strong, right, well-built, physical, can run through tackles. And he's giving the Elkhorn South defense fits, but they're still rallying to the ball because normally – he might be still running. Yeah, they they minimize it to a ten yard gain. So first and ten from the thirty one yard line. Shotgun set as Bauman's to the right hip, and they'll send Lingenfelter in motion from bottom to top. And now snap back, fumble oh. on the snap, and hit Bauman's shoe. Yeah. And now Worthley's able to haul or grab it off the turf, and that's going to be a loss of seven yards or so back to the twenty four. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a it, the play starts when you're in this pistol formation, shotgun formation. Mm-hmm. Starts with the snap, snap a little bit low. Hit Dash Bauman. Good job there by uh, Jeter Worthley of being cool, cool, calm, and collective and knew what he had to do best, right, as we've obviously seen at Paramount this year. Jump on the ball, secure it, live to fight another down. 
So 3-0-1 remaining first quarter here. Still 0-0 between the Storm and the Spartans. It's second down and 17. This is really the first time all evening mm -hmm. that uh, Lincoln East has been behind schedule on a drive. Elkhorn South showing pressure. They'll drop it off and hand it off to Dash Bauman, who bursts through the middle and gets those seven yards yeah. back that were initially lost on the fumble. It's going to bring up third and 10. And generally, that's what an offensive coordinator wants, right? Whatever yards that you lose in the previous play, you want to be able to get it back to try to get you back on schedule. And uh, it was a good job there by uh, East blocking it up. Dash Bauman, good, good run. Elkhorn South has to do a better job. I'm telling you, if he gets going, yeah. He starts eating yards up, and you won't be able to run him down from behind. Watch uh, Michael Ford at the top on the far sideline all by himself as they'll send Landon Lingenfelter in motion from left to right. Worthley looking to the right now, looks back left. As he rolls to the left, he'll throw across his body, yeah. and it's just out of reach for the intended receiver, Noah Burhoop. It's interesting, yeah. Jay, because as we've gotten towards the, the later stage of the season as Lincoln East will bring on the punting unit, we've seen Jeter Worthley go more to Noah Burhoop and, uh, and and Landon Lingenfelter in crunch time right. instead of Owen Lasig, who's been the leading receiver for the Spartans. Yeah, I think that just because of people have been keying on uh, Owen Lasig, but right there, they, you know what? One thing adjustment that Lincoln East has to do. Listen, Jeter Worthy is going to break the pocket, right? Elkhorn South has to make an adjustment to hold to pull up the pocket. The scramble drill routes, Leasing need to, needed to take it deep. And how about this? Off the, the one-hop, Scratis fields the punt, and that's a really smart football yeah, play instead of letting it, to, letting it bounce another 15 yards in the Spartans' direction. Scratis fields it off the one-hop, and he returns it all the way to the Spartans' side of the field and to the 39-yard line of Lincoln East. And so that will now bring up first down and 10, and a nice job on defense there by the Storm, forcing a punt. Right. And with the help of a fumble, got Lincoln East behind schedule, and now they'll take over in, on the plus side of the 50. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's high school, college, or the pros. Sometimes when the ball bounces, those special teams guys stop, and then uh, the team that keeps playing ends up getting a big return. So a handoff here on first down to number 22, Gavin Shanahan, the junior running back. Shanahan on the year came in. 57 carries, now 58 if you include that one, for just shy of 400 yards and five rushing touchdowns. This Elkhorn South offense has three guys that can really run right. well. Brady Bousquet, Jaden Sutko, and Gavin Shanahan. Look, look, to have depth and have the different styles of runners as well, and then also it allows teams not to be able to key in on you. And now you see Shanahan right there that runs a little bit different uh, than Bousquet is. He's more in the in-between the tackles, physical, runs behind his pads. And what Elkhorn South is doing is, so listen, the first drive, we were way too aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe trying to get too many deep passes, try to get the crowd into it, so forth and so on. Now I said, listen, we're going to come with Shanahan. We're going to try to pound you a little bit, especially after you got that big return or off the off the uh, uh, special teams uh, they'll, kick. They'll turn, hand it off. Shanahan right side past the 25 and nearing the 20 but a gain of maybe seven and a half yards or so right. up to the 21-yard line, and that's going to bring up second down and short. Shanahan right. running really well. One thing I would say, especially on this second and short, with the wind at your back, I wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't be surprised to see a shot to the end zone here on this play. Yeah, and getting down towards the end of the quarter as well. Yeah. So, look, you got number 80 up there. It looks like he's about six foot five out there, one-on-one -on -one coverage. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if you try to get a touchdown. So they'll hand it off as Shanahan goes, goes nowhere. How about 70. that? Noah Peterson, number 70, the man in the middle, will get a loss of one, yeah. third and four coming up for Elkhorn South. Noah Peterson, Cooper Finney, they have been excellent all year up the middle, but Noah Peterson has been special. What he's done is – He's gotten penetration, made tackles for losses. I think the first Southeast game, he had three sacks. Mm -hmm. uh, what he did was is get the momentum back to defense. Look, that's a win, right? You're looking yeah. like you're reeling. Shanahan is running both left and right, getting the edge on you and running physical yards after contact. Peterson made a, a really good tackle for loss there to get it to third and manageable yeah. for both teams, but especially for Lincoln East defense. That'll do it for the first quarter of play. It's 0-0 zero to zero between Elkhorn South and Lincoln East. And don't go anywhere. We'll switch sides and begin the second quarter of play from Elkhorn right after this on 93.7 The Ticket. 
Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Discovery Days will give you the opportunity to experience SCC firsthand this fall. Discovery Days provide information about SCC's programs of study, how to pay for college, SCC support services, housing, activities, and more. A campus tour and lunch are provided. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It was a first quarter that had everything we could have asked for. Really good football being played here, and it's third and four for Elkhorn South as they fake the jet sweep, hand it off, and a great tackle by number 53 of Lincoln East, and that is Emmett Carr, the 5'8", the short but strong 240-pound yeah. Emmett Carr gets a stop for it, no game. Emmett Carr, I got texts and calls because I said he was a fire hydrant hey, and a plugger. That's, I, listen, I didn't want to say that. Listen, that's a compliment it because, is. listen, it was a kind of a double counter by Elkhorn South coming out of the timeout. It looked like he could have maybe sprung for a touchdown. Emmett Carr mm-hmm. did a really good job for tackling for no game and force them to kick a field goal. That's a win yeah. for Lincoln East right there. And you want to talk about kicking a field goal here. This is back into the wind, right? So now this is a similar distance. It looks to be about 37 yards instead of the 39-yarder that Lincoln East tried. So now we'll see if uh, number 60 for Elkhorn South, Brody Parks, can knock it through, it's and he rip. sure can. Sure can. And yeah. so Elkhorn South is able to find the scoreboard first as they lead with 11.09 to go in the first half. Three to zero, but that's another victory right. in all in totality for this Lincoln East defense. Yeah, Lincoln East, you know, held them to a field goal. Looked like they were really reeling, uh, mm-hmm. but then also for Elkhorn South and uh, Brody Parks. Listen, if you're a kicker, you come out there with number sixty, you better be pretty good. There you um, go. Plenty of leg into the wind uh, and barely got over to the or stayed inside the right upright. So it's a win-win. But if I'm Lincoln East, I'm getting some confidence, especially after that long return off the bounce. Uh, from the previous punt. So, look, both teams are coming, walking away with the kind of moral victories. This is going to be a four-quarter game. Uh, Lincoln East got way behind the schedule last time. Yeah. Let's see if they can get back in rhythm uh, and try to get a, some points on the board. So it's 3-0 to zero Elkhorn South as they are two plays into the fourth, or excuse me, into the second quarter, rather, and uh, they're able to knock home a 37-yard field goal from the right leg of Dylan Park. So now... Lincoln East will try to respond as they'll be going towards the south end zone with the wind at their back. So maybe we see Lincoln East try to tap into the arm of Jeter Worthley here on this ensuing possession as this one will be fielded in the end zone. Landon Lingenfelter has some running room on the near side. Lingenfelter trying to gain some space and unable to do so as Ty Nielsen Jay, you, you did a little premature yeah, there, premature. Jay. Yeah, you did a little yeah. premature there. Listen, you, Ty I, I mean, Nielsen I, I, said, hold on, Ty Jay Nielsen, Foreman. Ty Nielsen said, listen here, I can pick him up and put him down. Yep. Uh, really, listen, when, really good job there by Landon Langofarela to run a little bit of a counter mm-hmm. uh, return to the wide side of the field. But then, look, also, before we even talk about that, really good job by Lincoln East Special Teams blocking yep. and uh, giving their speedsters some space. Now you look, like I said, wind at your back. Can we get to Mikel Ford? A little Leasig, maybe Caden Chedock, and when yep. he checks in, what do they do? They try to Throw get him the ball. The seam. So pistol formation, snap back Worthley. He'll turn, hand it off Bauman, hit once, fights off the would-be tackler, and then eventually brought down at the 39-yard line, gain of three on first yeah. down. Yeah, Lincoln East got punched punched in the face a little bit, and uh, Ashton Murphy you know, blew the play up a little bit, but good job by Dash Bauman of absorbing the first hit, mm-hmm. yards after contact, got three yards. So where it was a, maybe a tackle for no gain or maybe a, a tackle for loss, Dash Bauman was strong enough to get a three-yard gain. So Lincoln East is still on schedule, um, but Ashton Murphy is is probably putting a little little kink in their in their in their yeah. game plan right now because uh, he's starting to play really really well. So it's second down and seven as we are approaching the 10-minute mark in the second quarter as they'll turn, t- fake the toss, right side Worthy sets his feet, throws across the middle. Yeah. It's Caden Chedock for a first down as. 
Lincoln East, we called it two plays ago. Yeah. When Caden Chedock comes into the game, they throw to that middle part of the field, and he's usually open. Yeah, they're using him a little bit more in the run game, so it's not so obvious. But also, let's not forget, right quadrant the first time? Yep. That play normally was going to be completed in between the hashes. It was towards the left hash. First down, on schedule. No different than any week yep. before that we've seen. Lincoln East is just trying to get each quadrant of your defense and putting a lot of stress on this Elkhorn, Elkhorn South defense. So first and ten, they'll send Burr Hoop in motion from top to bottom. They'll turn now, toss it right side. This is Dash Bauman. Cuts up the middle of the field, spinning off defenders, and then there's three Storm guys there ready to take him down, yep. led by number 80, Dylan Kingston, the six foot four defensive back. Yeah, uh, Dylan Kingston, he's listed as, as a defensive back with being six foot four. He's like a hybrid. Right, you see him out receiver on offense. Yep. He's out there playing corner. He's played a little bit of outside linebacker nickel. He does a really good job there of fighting off a, a would-be blocker and then making a really good tackle on a strong runner in Dash Bauman. So that brings up second down and six as Bauman got four yards on first down. Bauman approaching that 1,000-yard mark here on the season. He right. came came into this one with. Uh, about 860 yards on the 2023 campaign. So second down and six, they'll turn, hand it on the misdirection to Bauman. He cuts up the middle of the field and gets two, maybe three yards, and looks more like two yeah. up to the 45-yard line of Elkhorn yeah. South, which brings up third and manageable at third and four. That, that play there was, Nick, way before your time, a little bit of uh, Washington Redskins when they had the Hogs counter trade. Looked like it was going to be about 15-yard gain. And then guess who ran them down from the back? Henry Prohaska, Teddy Prohaska's younger, big brother, uh, ran him yeah. down, made a really good tackle for a two-yard game. Yeah, that defensive line has some big bodies on it with Ashton Murphy and then obviously Prohaska as well. That brings up third down and four from the Elkhorn South 45. Where are they looking left? Has Lingenfelter. He gets hit immediately. Ooh, that might be the hit of but the how game. about that? Landon Lingenfelter, he, yeah. he, he was unable to haul it in on the first the drive. On the first drive, now second time yeah. as number 19, 19, Riley Hodges, was able to lay the wood there as now they're going to mark Lingenfelter about a yard shy. That's a tough spot oh, if you're landing Lingenfelter. No, it's a first down. They right. haven't moved the chains quite yet. Is they're going to mark was, it? That, that was a tough. Uh, now they're going. Now yeah. they're going to move the chains. Yeah. Really, you, you have yeah. to. You, you back me up here. They were. Uh, they were. They were slow uh, moving. Slow, very slow. It might be just. Listen. You know when it gets cold, your people move yeah. a little bit slower. I, I understand. You can't fault the chain gang. That comes gang. with old and age. That, yeah, yeah, but the chain gang's down there. <laughs> the wind got them a little slow, but. Yeah. Uh, Landon Lingenfeld probably got the wind knocked out of him. Good catch, though. Look, yeah. that's what you would look. He's a young kid, right? sophomore. First, the first drive could have got the first down, caught it, took the hit, yep. and uh, he'll be back in there. He's already up there. Look, the first time you ever really get the the wind knocked out of you, you feel like you're never going to breathe again. He's a mm -hmm. tough kid. He'll be back. So eight minutes and thirteen seconds remain here in the first half. Just a three to zero game. Been a really good quarter and a half of football to this point. Up here at an Elkhorn, a shotgun set worthy quarterback keeper on the draw, trying to dance around, find a little bit of a opening on the right side of that offensive line where Noah Peterson was kind of leading the way, yeah. and he gets three yards up to the 38. Look, East East understands Jeter Worthy was getting six, seven, eight, nine, ten mm -hmm. yards to carry last week. This is a really good Elkhorn South defense. Three yards is a good play, right? Well blocked, well defended. You got to make guys miss or run through some tackles. Good job on both sides of the ball uh, and, and, and corralling Jeter, Jeter Worthy excuse me, uh, for a three-yard game. So second down and seven. Seven and a half to go, second quarter. 3-0 storm in front of the Spartans, but the Spartans putting together a nice little drive. Quick pass out near side, caught by number seven. That's Presley Hall. Yeah. We've called his name a couple yeah. times already this evening as he moves the chains once again for the Spartans just inside the 30. You know what's really funny is there a little bit, what's really funny is that we didn't really see him last week. No. I think maybe he'd been a little dinged up, so he came back. He's already made his mark on defense, came up with a big catch to keep mm -hmm. the chains moving. Another first down by Lincoln East. Now you're getting inside their wind at your back, so then they You'll be more apt to maybe kick it on fourth down, but they're way ahead of the schedule, and they're eating up the clock as well. Landon Lingenfelter is checked back into the game. The high snap corralled Bauman, trying to make a couple guys miss, and still I mean, he's just got that big physical body, and he yeah. runs so hard that that was a run where it looked like it was going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage, but somehow he kind of just falls forward, lowers yeah. his shoulder, and he gets two. Yeah, look, Dash Bauman's a legit 6'3", 205 pounds, uh, you know, state track runner, big mm -hmm. physical kid. When you look at him, he has big old broad shoulders, probably most likely going to be playing linebacker in college uh, because he's really good at linebacker, but he's yeah. a heck of a runner. 
He's able, you know, one thing I think he's added to his game versus last year, he's kind of made the first guy miss. He kind of can slither past you, keep his balance, and then he's physical at the point of attack. So second down and eight from the 27-yard line here. Second quarter, six minutes and change oh, remaining. Quick pass out right side as it's hauled in on the near side. That looks like number four, Owen oh, Lasig, yeah. as he'll be about three yards shy of that first down marker. So okay. gain of five, which makes it once again third and manageable. It was good coverage there by Elkhorn South, number 80. Uh, we keep calling his name there, Dylan Kingston. Uh, held him to a four-yard gain, but East might come back to that play. Landon Lingelfeller came, ran a flatten up, and kind of wheel route was wide open. Look for that maybe in the second half. It's too close to run yeah. into here in the red zone, so you kind of like landlock yourself here. Uh, but good play call in there uh, by Lincoln East and a really good tackle by Elkhorn South. I think the mentality here for Lincoln East is just get four. It's third down and three. Move the chains and keep the drive alive here is Worthley in the shotgun with running back to each side. He'll turn, hand it off on the left side. Bauman gets spun around and taken Great down all the way back at the 29-yard line. And that was number, number 34 for Elkhorn South, number 34, Jaden Sutko, yeah. the six-foot-one sophomore. Look, Jaden Sutko, what a really, really good play there against a All-State caliber running back. Jaden Sutko, I know a little bit uh, about him, probably too much. From my youth basketball coaching at uh, club basketball AAU, I go against him. He's a tough, mm -hmm. physical kid, uh, a great tackle there against Dash Bauman. Now... Lincoln East has to go for it. Maybe yep. a little bit too far. Maybe not enough confidence in their kicker. So it's fourth down and eight from the 27. Worthley in the Spartans offense. Snap back, passing right side. It's hauled in by Lasig. Is he going to get across that first down first marker? Down. He does. Lasig almost dropped it. He hauled it in like a farmer's carry with a yes. cinder block between his legs, and he was able to cross that first down marker for a gain of nine. If there was ever a, a, a description or a play of catch the ball by any means necessary, yep. catch it in your hands, it kind of went down your body, clinched it on his knees, made a guy miss, got yeah. the first down. Huge play by Lasik right there. And, and a, a rope by Jeter Worthy oh. with pressure coming from it, the backside. That's the equivalent of trying to pick somebody off at first, you know, from being yep. a former catcher. He put everything into it and the accuracy. What do we say, yep. Nick? On time, time on, on target. target. Four minutes, ten seconds remaining second quarter. They'll run the little bit of a misdirection, or I should say just a counter play with Dash Bauman as he breaks a couple tackles, and he is in. Dash Bauman from 18 yards out, dragging Storm defenders in the process. He puts the Spartans up on top, 6-3 to three with 4.02 to go in the second quarter. It came back with a little bit of a wing counter, inside counter, almost like almost like a wing T play. I mean, they're going way back for these plays. Mm -hmm. Counter tray, wing T uh, counter. Dash Bauman, once he got started to going north and south, he kind of dropped his pads. You've seen the strength in his legs. Ran through three or four tackles, four missed tackles for this Elkhorn mm -hmm. South defense is not normal. Uh, but it was a better, it was a better play by Dash Bauman, so all state type of running back, big play on the road, mm -hmm. right, uh, and puts East up by four points. So with four oh two to go in the second quarter, the Spartans put together a methodical and really high quality drive yeah. to uh, take a seven to three advantage. Over the number three seed, the Elkhorn South Storm. Now, if you're Elkhorn South, Jay, what's next? What do you need to do on offense to kind of answer? Don't panic. Look, you got four minutes, and listen, you almost have a two-for-one, right? It's exactly. kind of like what you do in basketball. You get the ball coming out of halftime. You can be aggressive. You're going into the win, but you got to feel confident that you ran the ball well. So let's get in and get a little timely passing. The one thing we need to keep an eye on, Nick, is like Ashton Murphy, uh, Prohaska, and some of those guys that go both ways. Lincoln East has kept this Elkhorn South defense on the field majority of the second half. Regardless if it's hot or cold out there, they're getting taxed. Mm -hmm. It seems like East is trying to deposit some body blows to pay dividends later on in the game. So Nay will kick this one off. Two Storm players back to return as it looks like it's going to be fielded by Bousquet, and he'll try to weave his way through traffic and – the Spartans guys in coverage say no siree is number seven, Presley Hall, and number 34, Noah Ingwersen. Yeah. Uh, they, they come in and combine for the stop, a sophomore and a junior making the tackle on that play. And Elkhorn South, led by quarterback Madden Riggs, is going to start the drive at their own 16. Yeah, really good, really good kick. And uh, Bousquet decided to take it out of the end zone, one foot in there, yep. and uh, really good coverage there by East and discipline, right? Uh, 
Wesley Hall is or Presley Hall is making a name for himself uh, in this first half in this playoff game. So Riggs will come out, shotgun set. Looks like Bousquet to his right. Now Riggs will step up, and he'll run with it. A lot of running room, a lot of green turf, as now he yeah, tries so to go out wide, yeah. and that may not have been the best decision because I think he lost about uh, He would have gotten probably close to the first down marker. Instead, he tried to get out wide, and he only got about six. Yeah, Lincoln East came with a little bit of a uh, cat blitz, which is a corner blitz off the boundary side. And then on the other side, they dropped their defensive end, Caden Chedek, in, mm -hmm. in the coverage. So that's why you saw a little bit of a gap there for Riggs to take. He should have just kept north and south, probably like Jeter Worthy, do his Jeter Worthy impression. But also it was a really good tackle there in the open field by Caden Chedock. So a gain of seven on first down by Madden Riggs is now he'll toss Oops. left side. Here's Bousquet trying to get to the sideline, and he'll be escorted out near the 40-yard line. May have missed a hold yeah. on the perimeter as uh, number 13 for Elkhorn South, Braden DiPerno, May have gotten away with a little bit extra jersey tug on Noah Burhoop. No flag, and it's right. going to be first down for Elkhorn South. It, it was probably a, a, a hold, right? By yep. a, It's a subjective call. But then also, one thing the refs are going to want you to do, especially in the playoffs, you have to be actively trying to make the tackle. Throwing your hands up and saying, I'm getting a hold. They, look, I always tell the players, let the refs, uh, ref and you play, and uh, you'll get plenty of holding calls. Toss out right side, Bousquet, tackled from behind by Caden Chedock after a gain of five up to the 44-yard line as a, so, Elkhorn South staying on schedule yeah. here on this drive. And, you know, that play right there cost, cost, or caught East on their heels a little mm -hmm. bit. A little quick toss, right? Quick count, tried to get the edge. Presley Hall and Caden Chedock were lucky enough to get him for a five-yard gain because Bousquet was about to get to third and fourth gear. Uh, and he looks like he can. he's a pretty fast kid. So second down and five. Two minutes and 38 seconds remain in the first half. Spartans lead 7-3. As the Spartans trying to bring pressure off the edge pass, oh. it's going to be incomplete intended for number seven, Luke Hoskinson, yeah. the senior wideout. It goes through his hands. The throw is just a tad, tad behind him there. as well. And so, Nick, when you see that happen sometimes, one, you're throwing into the wind. Number two, mm -hmm. you got a blitz off the outside by two defenders from East. Pretty good coverage for East. Riggs has to get his feet set and really fire that ball, kind of where we saw Jeter Worthy on their touchdown drive. Sometimes you got to plant and really lay into it because you're throwing against the wind and you're throwing it across your body so the ball will either sail or be behind the receiver. Don't look now, but if the Spartans are able to get a stop here, they'll have – about a minute and a half to work with before halftime. Toss out left side. This is Bousquet trying to get to the edge. He'll have a first down and more as he's thrown out of bounds past the 45-yard line, and a late penalty flag will come in as I think they're going to get number 52 for Lincoln East, Xander Zuniga, for a tackle by the by the horse collar. Probably maybe the horse collar or an inadvertent face mask, yep. and uh, that was the, probably the only play. Uh, our, our man, Presley Hall, number seven, made a mistake, right? Uh, quick toss here to the wide side of the field. Wide side of the field. He didn't set the edge. He got hook blocked, and it essentially we used to call it a double scoop. Gave up the soft edge, which then led to a uh, a good effort there by Zuniga. But he had to make a horse collar tackle. So yeah. I always tell people when you see big plays like this, whether it's basketball, football, but particularly tonight, the cause and effect. You lose the edge. Another guy has to really run over there to kind of save a touchdown. He's trying to make the tackle, playing hard, nothing egregious about it, another 15 yards on it. Now, you, 20 seconds ago you were thinking about getting the ball back. Yeah. Now you're trying to win and hold him to a field goal. So instead of the ball being at the 44, it's going to be at the 29 of Lincoln East. First and 10, Riggs back to pass. He dumps it off onto the short, easy connection to Bousquet as he sprints up to the 20, and it'll be a gain of nine on the play, second down and one. Really good play call there by Elkhorn South. You knew that Lincoln East was going to try to win on that down to maybe get a negative play. What did they do? Let him rush up field, got it to Bousquet, got a nine yard. You're way ahead of the chains. Yeah. Really good play call right there. So second down and one from the 20-yard line of Lincoln East. Storm trying to answer after an 18-yard touchdown run from Dash Bauman put the Spartans on top. They'll fake the toss left. It's Bousquet sprinting up the middle. Bousquet inside the five and taken down at the two. So how about Bousquet? They've yeah. ran that a couple of times to where he's been actually the one that takes the snap. Yeah. He'll fake the toss out one side and he'll sprint up the middle and just like he did there gets a, a nice gain of near nearly 20 yards and it's going to be first and goal from the three. Even more importantly, they missed a uh, offsides uh, by number 77, Parker Thornton. 
on the offensive line at Elkhorn Southern. He really blew a, a hole in that Lincoln East defense, and uh, Bousquet was able to take advantage of it. So Bousquet's going to be the, the guy that takes the snap. It's a quarterback keeper, and Bousquet nope. is going to get drilled number at the goal line. And Dash, Dash Bauman and the unmasked man, number 51, yep. did a really good job playing to the echo of the whistle, bending but not breaking, uh, and made a tackle at the goal line against a pretty good running back. So now it's going to be second down and goal from the the one-yard line. The ball is going to be placed in between the, the middle of the field and the right hash mark as Elkhorn South trying to go get, punch it into the north end zone as Bousquet cuts back, touchdown, Elkhorn South as the Storm answer. There's going to be a late penalty flag on the play, a little bit of extracurricular. Extra, giving them the business. A little, a little bit, bit of extracurricular activities going on in the north end zone as it drew some uh, yellow laundry. Yeah. But with 53 seconds, that Elkhorn South. That could be a South, huge penalty, though. It Look, could I be. mean, with the explosive player like Jeter Worthley in the offense that has essentially been rolling in the three or four series that they've had for Lincoln East, that's a huge penalty because it's not – at the extra point, it's added on to the or where they kick off a little yep. bit deeper, and you're kicking against the, In wind. the wind. And so, look, you'll get the ball with 53 seconds. That's plenty of time for an offense like Lincoln East. And the one thing about throwing that penalty right after you know the home team scores, yeah, we've seen it earlier in the year when East played Miller South. The refs are doing a really good job of controlling the game, yeah. meaning, listen, it's intense. Everybody wants to win. We don't want extracurricular pushing, uh, maybe. A hit to be anything that decides the game and don't want to be put in a position late in the game to make that call. So once again, it is an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Elkhorn South that will be enforced on the kickoff. So instead of kicking it off from the 40-yard line, they'll kick it off from the 25 and, as Jay mentioned, into the wind here in Elkhorn. And so... We'll have the point after here as Elkhorn South took a 9-7 to lead. There's still 53 seconds left on the game clock. Yeah. And the uh, point after the snap is down and the kick is up and it is good. So with 53 seconds to go in the second quarter, it's 10-7 to Elkhorn South as Lincoln East has an opportunity here. We've seen their special teams, Jay, where they've come up with a couple big plays. Right. Landon Lingenfelter has had a good return. They've blocked well without drawing any penalty flags. Yeah. If they can do the, something similar here, then they're in business with less than a minute to go. Yeah, and Lincoln East has all three of their timeouts. So now this is the type of situational football, especially when you're not getting the ball coming out of the half. You have mm -hmm. to be controlled aggression, right, where you just take what they can give you. You, do, you can play fast and not in a hurry. Uh, because you have those three timeouts, and you don't want to go into halftime with those in your back pocket. So you want to get your best two plays called, yeah. right, to be ahead of the change. Now, obviously, the first things first, as we saw last week against Nebraska or Nebraska game, we got to catch the kickoff and get a good, good return for Lincoln East, and then you can start worrying about the plays that are being called. So once again, if, if you're just now joining us after a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, instead of kicking it off from the 40 per usual, their Elkhorn South is going to have to kick it from their own 25-yard line into about a 10-mile-per-hour wind where that we've seen it on the Lincoln East field goal attempt. That ball just balloons yeah. when it gets high in the sky. So we'll see. Maybe uh, number 60, Brody Parks, the kicker, he, he, will just decide to he, kick it low or maybe even like a squib kick. Yeah, and now that's the uh, upback's worst nightmare. Yeah. You know, I had one return in my uh, professional career, Nick. It was actually for 20 yards, but I, I've never been so excited for somebody to tackle. And it's going to be a kick on the ground as it'll be fielded at the 35-yard line. Was his right knee uh, down? It, it was, but it was. Oh, oh, and Parks, we're, we're, number 60. We're, look at him. Oh. Dylan, okay, Dylan Parks. Numbers, look at him. Go ahead, go. Dylan Parks. He's got to go grab yeah, his get your, get your flowers. Listen, Dylan Parks, even though he's a kicker, he laid the wood. Now, it was a potentially late hit. Yeah. But back to uh, Brown, number 30 for Lincoln East, was his right knee down. It was right. It was down before he had control gotcha. of it. And we saw that last week yep. for Lincoln Southeast that did it. I know the fans, we can hear them because we have a little crack in there. Yep. But ultimately, the right call wasn't called and Lincoln East is ahead of the schedule. So now it's going to be first and 10, 49 seconds left on the game clock here. Deep. And uh, the wind at the Spartans back. Worthley back to pass, or excuse me, he'll hand it off rather. Dash Bauman, a lot of running room up the middle and he'll get a nice gain of seven yards. So now on second down and three, this feels like a time to take a shot. It is, it, and uh, it, it's a good job. Listen, um, you, you know, this is no different than 
two-minute drill or before the half, right? So it's, it's a little bit of both. And it's whether you're trying to just bleed the clock and get out of your own end zone or you're trying to score right here. You start the ball on the 48. You already flipped the field. You're at the 45-yard line. So the first play is let's see what we can get. Mm. Well, you got seven yards. Actually, it was probably an eight-yard gain judging where they have the, uh, the, the chains. So now you take the timeout. Let's get our next two best plays. And the reason why you say two plays, because if you get a chunk play on the first play, you already have the second one dialed yeah. up to try to take a shot if you get a first down. So it's a good timeout by uh, Lincoln East. It would be interesting to see what they do. Do you try to get the, the first down and then go into a pass play, or do you be more aggressive and try to get a mid-range pass play even though you can lean back on Bauman because you know it's four down territory. So it's second down and three from the 45-yard line of Elkhorn South. 42 seconds left on the game clock. Lasig will stop as Worthley pass, looks to pass, and he'll just throw it out of bounds. That's a safe, mature decision by Jeter Worthley when uh, time is not necessarily on your side, but you're still in a uh, great advantageous position at third down and three. A little bit of miscommunication by Jeter Worthley and Owen Lisig where Jeter Worthley wanted him to break off yep. his route, and he was expecting him to because it was excellent blocking by this Lincoln East offensive line. Both offensive lines have done a really good job tonight, but Lincoln East, who's not known for their lines, over the last four or five weeks of the season have been pretty much dominant on both sides. So Jeter Worthley and Lisig need to get back on schedule like they've been all season so now third down and three snap back worthy he'll play action pass caught yep. by noah burhoop just shy of the 35 yard line at the 36 so the clock will stop yep. momentarily and I, I would assume that john gingry is going to call their second time out nope. they're going to place this no. one at the 35 I, I like this right here because you have a quarterback that's yep. the ultimate x factor you should be up at the line of scrimmage you shouldn't be huddling so now yep. you gotta now you gotta get get going Play fast, not in a hurry. You already kind of made a mistake and, yep. and, and allowed it too many seconds off the clock. Now you got to be aggressive. So now they'll turn handed off Bauman inside, and that's going to be a gain of four up to the 31-yard line. 17 seconds left on the clock. Does it feel like they're just playing for a field goal here? It does right there because I'm a little bit surprised that you got – we're slow up to the line of yep. scrimmage and ran an inside take. Now, look, it was a four-yard gain. I thought it actually looked a little, but it was a slow developing play. So when you're thinking about this, Nick, in the, in the, the I guess the 54-second drill, yeah. is that you want to be able to pick up chunk plays, right? You just had a really good job on play action. You got the first down to Burr Hoop. Okay? Then you come back with a, with a run play that you didn't have to huddle up. They, just a little bit of situational football probably cost them about eight to ten seconds. So yeah. now, if I'm Gingry, I have one timeout left after this, right? 17 seconds. I'm talking to my kicker and special teams coach. Where do you feel comfortable at? So now we're either going to try to get an end zone shot within the next two plays, but ultimately in, within those next two plays, I have in the back of my mind, I want to get to X, of, X yard line so my kicker can come in yeah. and hit the field goal and go into halftime. At worst case scenario, tied. So Spartans have one timeout remaining, 17 Ticks left on the game clock here in the second quarter, and it's a 10-7 Elkhorn South lead. The Spartans have the ball at the Storm 31-yard line. We have a pause in the play because the band was uh, playing just a little bit too long there. So now we're going to reset the, the play clock to 40 seconds, those, and we're getting those, ready to go. Those band directors are trying to yep. have the home field advantage there, and uh, even though they're not even at the home field. They so, said, listen, Elkhorn – uh, we all play by the same rules. So second down and <laughs> six. Worthley in the shotgun. He's back to pass. Looking left. Dancing in the in the pocket. Worthley rolls. Rolls. Still rolling. And now he'll just chuck it downfield. And it almost oh. was complete to Presley Hall as he's hit out of bounds. It falls incomplete. Seven seconds left on the play clock. It feels like you could run one more conventional Quick conservative pass. play yeah, but then you got to hit the timeout. but then you got to get the timeout. and see right there even though he threw it deep i would have rather you got more yards right You're, so he's already got the edge yeah so put your head down or really get to the maybe seven more yards so you would have the ball with seven seconds left at maybe the 24 yard line versus the 31 yard line because if you get stopped here you mm -hmm. have to go to the end zone so that's going to be third down and six as worthy in the shotgun they'll Look to pass. It's through the hands of Dash Bauman, and that's one that you're probably going to want back yep. if you're Jeter Worthy. But now, from the 31-yard line, they're going to have to, well, what well, I would assume. A 48-yard kick. The wind's behind you. They're going to bring on Colin Nay. He has a pretty good leg. 
you know, I think that for the first time in three or four weeks, the rhythm and the timing of the the play calling in, in stressful situation was a little bit off. Yep. It was kind of discombobulated, right? You ran it when you should have passed it. You passed it when you should have run it. You should have probably would have went a little bit more aggressive. Um, and so, look, the, if Lincoln East gets the field goal, that's the, in 53 seconds against this defense on the road, playoffs uh, in the yep. first half, you, you feel like you're winning. So it's a highly competitive game. Good coaches, coaching strategy on, on, on both sides, right? Elkhorn South had two timeouts. What did they do? We're, I guess ice the kicker. But they want to make sure, listen, be aware for the fake field goal, which most likely wouldn't happen, but let's ice the kicker. Let's make them think mm-hmm. about it. Let's, and, and then also for East, saying, oh, okay, well, you want to put that little bit of, I guess, doubt or second guessing into their mind. Should we go for it? What's our play that we can get to the end zone? Um, but I think East is going to kick it. But ultimately, once they got past it, Nick, actually, to be honest with you, once they got that big play to the 45, they they only gained 14 more yards, and one of them was on um, Burhu getting the first down for 12 yards. So, mm-hmm. really, you ran six plays for two yards. That's what you got to really think about if you get in that situation again. Be more aggressive, but then also be calculated on when you're playing calls or when you're calling plays and what type of play or plays you're calling. So it's going to be a 48-yard field goal attempt here from the right leg of Colin Ney as the kick is up. It has enough leg. Is it good? It is. Colin Ney from way puts down. it home. Oh, he almost – look at him. Oh, he, oh, almost, he fell. He, 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 oh, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. There's the, the turf monster. The, turf monster the, the Jay Foreman in Oklahoma. Yep, That's the, the turf monster. He was celebrated, man. He was kind of like uh, Christian Ovano hit the big kick. It, it looked like it was yep. tipped a little bit. Um, but – Number 40 for East from way downtown. Bang, Colin Ney from way downtown to How about take that? this game in the half. Look, if you're Lincoln East, you're happy with you're it, right? Thrilled. You're thrilled. You're 10-10. You feel like you've controlled the game and that you've controlled the flow of the game. And if I'm talking to Lincoln East, I'm saying, listen, we're on the road. That's on me, yep. right? Those last four or five plays, that's on Coach Jay or in this say Coach Gingry. We are controlling this game. Defense, keep it up. Offense. We just need to get back to what we're doing, and we'll win this game. Now, if you're Elkhorn South, I'm telling my teams, listen, we took the ball almost the length of the field and kept them off balance. We gotta, we're going to get back to it, and we get the ball back. So it's going to be this, what, first four, five, six minutes coming out of that, at a halftime that's going to be a big deciding factor in who wins and loses this game. So at the break, number three Elkhorn South and number 11 Lincoln East are all knotted up at 10 an incredible first half of football here and uh, don't go anywhere we'll have the members own credit union halftime show coming up in just a few moments right here on 93.7 the ticket